0: Welcome to the Manifesting Doll podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from No Diet Babe. I'm a spiritual mindset coach and weight loss expert. If you are a spiritual babe wanting to up-level your life around your body, health, wellness, spirituality, law of attraction, and manifestation, then this is the podcast for you. I'm here to give you the tools, teachings, and strategies to manifest the body and life of your dreams. As spiritual babes, we know to focus on love as opposed to fear. So get ready to learn how to implement spiritual teachings to weight loss, wellness, and your daily life, coming from a place of love and abundance. This is a celebration of how we can shift our inner perception of ourselves and watch our outer selves shift. You can become the best version of yourself and I'm here to help. So let's get started. Hey, babes. Welcome to the Manifesting Doll podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from NoDietBabe.com. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. This is actually the last episode for the year. I'm super excited to share this stuff with you guys, and I'm super excited to announce that I've opened the doors to Emerge. So recently I did group coaching with Emerge, and that's going amazingly. I'm loving the work, but I had heaps of people reach out to me wanting to do Emerge separately. So what I've done is I've changed it all up and now Emerge is just a self-paced course. So this gives you the opportunity to do the course at a lower cost investment that doesn't have the same investment price as a course that has lots of support with it. So now I've just separated group coaching and so you can get into Emerge for a super special price For the end of the year. What a better way to start the new year than to actually start doing the deep inner work. I have changed so much as a result of this work. I have lost weight, but not only that, I've completely changed the way I experience food and weight, which is far more valuable than constantly having to set a new year's resolution every single year. Ask yourself, where do you want to be in a year's time? Do you want to be setting the same resolution to finally change your habits to change your weight, to change what you do around food, how you experience food and what happens to your weight, or do you want to create permanent change? What I want is to create for you to create a life like mine where yes, Maybe you're setting small intentions to tweak little things like, maybe I want to tweak this little thing around my workouts. Maybe I want to tweak this little thing around my diet, but you are not setting the intention every single year to lose drastic, drastic amounts of weight right? You're not setting the intention to go, I need to lose five pounds. I need to lose 10 pounds, 15 pounds, hundred pounds. And you're setting that intention year after year. That is a sign of deeper work needing to be done. I've done that. And now for the last five years, I'm fitting into the same pair of jeans year after year. So I don't have to set those huge intentions like I used to do every single year and I want that for you too. So Emerge is designed to help you shift your emotions and your identity so you can have this reality, you guys. So go check it out, nodietebabe.com slash Emerge. I'm super excited to be running this course again and to allow you that gift of doing it self-paced, Then having the opportunity to come into the higher levels of coaching around uh, group coaching and private coaching as well. So, let's get on with today's episode. I want to talk about why your diet might be failing you. And here's a little bit of insight into if this episode is going to benefit you or not. So, first of all, are your thoughts preoccupied with food and weight? Are your thoughts consumed with weight loss, how you're going to lose weight, your body, the way it looks? Are your thoughts consumed with prepping, how to lose weight, or maybe meal planning or prepping your workouts? Right? Do you count down the hours until your next meal? Do you feel bad about that? Do you, does it make you feel deprived when you have to say, no, I can't eat that? Are you consumed with guilt after eating too much? Are you constantly setting the intention to lose weight, but noticing that you never really get to an end point where you're satisfied? You may be a satisfied short term, but then you're right back to square one, or maybe even gained more weight and wondering where the hell is the diet that's going to actually work. So then you're constantly consumed by looking for the strategy. You're constantly comparing yourself to others and how they've lost weight and how can you copy what they've done? How much do they eat? Right? Sounds like then you need to do the emotional work because these types of patterns are just a preoccupation with dieting and weight loss. And I see so many people do this. They get this preoccupation with the diet. It takes over their life and it impedes the emotional maturation that is required and that causes the weight issue in the first place. What I'm talking about is working on the diet deeper emotional issues. Emotional maturation just means we need to look at the childhood. We need to look at the childhood trauma. And by trauma, I don't mean that you've had necessarily had a massive life-threatening or really big event. I just mean, these days, the word trauma is now being reassessed. And psychologists are seeing trauma as really d- different things, different things. So majority of the time, you got to look at where you've experienced trauma and now you your weight is just a secondary issue to that. Okay, so here's some of the things that I want to talk about today. I've been talking a lot about codependency lately. And the reason why I'm talking about this a lot is because I've gone through my own journey with codependency. Now, when I first started losing the weight and first started looking at my relationship to food, I really noticed that I lacked any autonomy. And I noticed that I was someone who couldn't function on their own. I was constantly seeking reassurance from others about my decisions, even around weight loss. So, if you're one of those people that tends to constantly say to people, "Oh, I look so fat," or "Oh, I'm gonna start this new diet." but you're doing it in a way of like, "I'm seeking permission or I'm seeking i'm I'm saying it because I want them to um agree with me or I'm wanting approval, or I'm wanting permission." right? You're constantly stating your goals. You're constantly saying, I'm going to do this or I, yeah, I need to lose weight. I need to lose a few pounds, right? To me, it's like coming from this energy of like, I need permission or I just need somebody to approve. I need somebody to tell me that I'm on the right track. And look, I still do this with things because I'm still overcoming codependency, right? But let's talk about what Some I love this definition that I looked up. Okay, so I'm going to share it with you. A codependent is someone who cannot function on their own and whose thinking and behavior is instead organized around other people, other like I want to say like other processes or substance and whose thinking and behavior is instead organized around other people, but also can be dieting. So for example, for me, my thinking and behavior instead became, everything became organized around my weight. So my whole day was about weight. I'd wake up in the morning and I'd put on clothes. Oh, have I lost any weight? Oh, did I eat too much yesterday? Hey, how flat is my belly looking? Do my clothes fit it today? Damn it, I look fat today. I need to lose weight. All of this stuff is a sign that your thinking and behavior is organized around your weight. Okay, so think about that that's a secondary issue you you didn't wake up one day like you didn't sorry you weren't born into this world going are my thighs too big okay this has become a secondary issue and I believe that it stems from needing to be organized around other people so when our thinking and behavior is, organized around other people because we have this fear of abandonment. So many codependents place a lower priority of their own needs because they're excessively preoccupied with the needs of others, or they're excessively preoccupied with their self-image, i.e., for those listening, their weight. So then their whole life is centered around their weight. Waking up in the morning, have I lost any weight? Did I eat too much? To chronic anxiety around food decisions throughout the day and chronic shame about their weight. They hide, they don't want to be seen, or they're constantly going through these up and down fluctuations where they have these momentary highs and these momentary euphoria experience of weight loss and euphoria around this this confidence that they suddenly have because their pants fit differently. But all of it is this excessive preoccupation with needing approval from others in order to be deemed enough and worthy. Okay? So this codependency stuff is so huge when it comes to weight issues. So today I want to talk about when I realized that I I have this thing where I feel responsible for other people, people's emotions. And the more I do this work, the more I'm like, holy shit, this is so huge. I thought I had done so much work on this Yet there's still so much more that I'm uncovering. Like this year, really just, wow. I was just, went through this massive awakening and it was hard. It was hard. It felt like seeing parts of my journey that I didn't know were there made me feel like such a beginner again. So if you... Do this work and you uncover all these things wrong with you. Like, you're kind of sometimes it's like overwhelming, like, oh my god, and you feel kind of like heavy and bogged down. Like, I have so much work to do, but that's okay. Like, I've gone through so many of those phases and then come out the end just completely transformed, like, not overnight, but and not in one month or anything like that, but over months and months, like, wow. A lot can be done. So what happened then because of this year, like I've done so much work around codependency because when I was overcoming my weight issues, I did a lot of work, but I, it's like I've come a long way and then I'm like, oh my God, and there's so many layers to this. You know what I mean? It's like there's so many layers to this work that uh, I've done so much work yet I'm uncovering more things and I'm just like, wow. It's like never ending in a way, but at the same time, you—it never ending doesn't mean you don't get what you want along the way. Like I said, the last five to six years, I've maintained this weight really easily. So it's not like I haven't overcome things, like I've overcome massive things. But as I'm growing to the next level, the next level, the next level, I'm uncovering things and I'm like, oh, there's so much more layers to this codependency that I didn't even know I was doing. Right, because I worked on so many aspects around. Man, I was so bad back in the day. Like I used to think that I had no, I was lazy, or that I had no control around food. But really, I was just massively codependent. And so I, especially because of the work I've done this year, I've been learning how to set boundaries and new levels of of boundaries that I like. I thought that I knew, but. I really didn't. <laughs> um, and this is why it's so beneficial to work with a coach because you can read books, you can do the courses. I did it for years. And to be honest with you, it's like people are willing to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars into a car, into a house, you know, thousands of dollars on holidays. Yet people are surprised when I am investing tens of thousands of dollars in coaching. It's like, guys, do you realize how much of your life is going to change? And it's like, you're willing to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for your home that you pay off. Some people pay off over an entire lifetime, yet you're resistant in paying for a coach that's going to change your whole life experience forever. Like the work that I've done, especially this year, is completely changing my entire life same with the work I did around food and weight completely completely changes everything that I experience and it's crazy to me it's absurd that people would be more willing to pay off a mortgage like that that they, they think that that's like a normal thing yet, Investing in your self-development is like absurd. It it's like crazy to me. It's like, why wouldn't you like obviously still like pay off your mortgage and like have your loans and whatever with your car or whatever, whatever, or like save up to buy a car. But to me, it's like, what are you prioritizing? Like all these materialistic things, like you can have a house and a car, but be lonely and miserable because you can't control your weight, right? You're like single because you haven't figured out the relationship stuff and you're unhappy and you're not happy with your weight. And then you've got chronic health issues because you haven't worked on your emotional stuff. So then you go to the doctor, they load you up with pharmaceutical stuff that doesn't actually deal with the real issues and then what? You know what I'm saying? When you're constantly spending all this money on this stuff, whereas if you just did the deep work, it just you'd just understand. Like you'd have more quality of life and actually enjoy the materialistic things that you also can have because we get to have it all, right? So anyway, that was my little rant about that. But what I actually want to say is I was having a conversation with a girlfriend of mine and I've been talking to her a lot about codependency stuff because she's single and I've like been doing the work, so I'm really tuned into the energy of it. I'm really tuned into it because like, I feel like I've been doing the work and because I've been doing the work, it feels like I'm 10 steps ahead of some of um, the people around me because I Like attracts like. So, a lot of my friends have similar um, traits to me around like our issues, right? But then, because I'm doing the work, I'm like kind of like two steps ahead or whatever. So, then I can turn around and go, Oh, yeah, like I'm doing this too, but I'm like more conscious of it now. So, although I'm not competent yet, I'm conscious, right? So, then I can say, Hey, I can pull them up on it and say, hey, hey, hey. And then it becomes really cool because then they're becoming more conscious of it and then they can pull me up on it. And so it's I've experienced this nice thing with my friends this year where like we're really just helping each other um, and it's wonderful. So, okay, so anyway, back to the conversation. So my friend went on this date and I was like talking to her about it and she was like, you know, I, I went on the second date. I'm really not feeling it. Um, And she did tell me after the first date that she wasn't feeling it. And he kind of said, like pulled her up on it and said, you know, you just really haven't given me a chance. Like you, I was really nervous and blah, 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 blah. And she liked the fact that he called her out on it and decided to go on a second date. And I was like, yeah, like go on a second date. Like it doesn't hurt to go on a second date. Um, But then after the second date, She messaged me because she felt really guilty. She was like, He paid for dinner. He wouldn't let me pay for anything. He bought an entirely new outfit just for the date for me. And, but I'm not feeling it. So I feel guilty letting him down. Right. And I just felt first of all, like regardless of the words that she said, I felt within myself how I feel in those situations. And it just reminded me of my own codependency and how I get that heavy feeling when I feel responsible for something that I shouldn't be feeling responsible for. So then I said to her, because I just tuned into it within myself, because I was like, yeah, I do this. And I was like, you are not responsible for him. He decided to pay because the dinner was like $200 or whatever. He decided to pay. He decided to buy new clothes. He decided to talk you into another date knowing you had already stated that you just wanted to be friends. He is responsible for his decisions and emotions. And she was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like, You're so right. And like, I said those things because I do that within myself. Like that was where a lot of my emotional eating came from because I chronically was in this cycle of feeling responsible for everyone's emotions. Always feeling responsible for everyone's emotions, okay? So how does this happen then? Well, you would have a caregiver who in your childhood made you responsible for their emotions, okay? So then it becomes a completely unconscious habit that you may not have any any awareness of. And because codependents are, are constantly rewarded for their selflessness, right? And although we can have... It's not meaning that we need to become narcissists and, and be completely selfish. It's not so all and nothing. It's not, it's not so black and white. What I'm saying is that when you have a weight issue, when you have chronic health issues, when you have trouble with relationships, there is work to be done around this, 100%. You have to understand how to get your needs met. And you have to understand how that relates to food and your weight. And that you might be holding on to emotional weight because you constantly feel responsible for everyone else. And you constantly feel responsible for the emotions of others. And it can be such an unconscious thing. It happened to me the other day where... Somebody I was with got angry and instantly I started walking on eggshells because I, was, I went into my inner child and I was like, oh, this person's angry. I better not make a wrong move and make them more angry. Instead of, hang on a second, that's their anger, right? And if they start attacking me because of their anger, I have to set a boundary, Rather than walk on eggshells, okay? And this is the thing like, my childhood was really like that, that's what happened. I constantly, my role models, like, I constantly witnessed walking on eggshells around other people's emotions instead of not feeling responsible for another person's emotions. Okay, But also not just this toxic positivity where you just go, I'm not going to set and because this is what I used to do. I'm not going to set a boundary, but instead I'm going to shapeshift so that I can still be happy and please that other person to avoid conflict. That's, that's what I thought boundaries were. <laughs> but it was still a bit screwed up. So although I did like overcome emotional eating, I was still shape-shifting to avoid conflict. And I still do this sometimes and I have to pick myself up on it. And I'm like, ah, so it's still like a process. Like I'm not perfect, but I've overcome many things. So just keep that in mind. Like self-development is very messy and you never really reach an end point really. Um, It just keeps going and going and there's other layers and more layers and more layers, especially when you're committed to growing. And that's cool. You can see it as a fun thing, not as a burden. Because if you see it as a burden, it just means that you don't think you can have wins along the way, which is not true. You do. You do have many wins along the way. It's just still, you know, you still have to stay conscious and aware. So... That's the thing, right, is learning that this ties into your behaviors around food. Because like I said in the beginning, if your thoughts are consumed with your weight, with how you're going to lose weight, if you always circle back around to, let me set the intention to lose weight again. Let me do that again. Are you on keto? Cool. Let me try that. This girl's doing a cleanse. Let me try that. Um, Let me just cut out this food. I'll lower my sugar. Let me go to the gym more. All of that is good and well, but what I'm seeing is different, is a preoccupation. The thoughts are consumed by it, yet there's never any resolution. There's never any end point. There's never any satisfaction or fulfillment around the food and the weight. It's a never ending cycle. And it's a constant up and down. Every single year, it's a new it's a new resolution, but there's no forward movement. Instead, there's sometimes backwards movement. And then it's like, oh, it's because I'm getting older. It's because of my metabolism. It's because of my chronic diseases. No, let's do the emotional work. That's what actually matters here. The strategy is so easy. The strategy, the, the preoccupation with the strategy is part of the issue that just deflects and distracts from this stuff. That's what I see is the preoccupation with then it becomes let me just enter all my data into my fitness pal and do that for the rest of my life. Like how annoying is that? There's nothing wrong with counting calories for a short duration, but then it can just become this new preoccupation that distracts you from the emotions and the other stuff going on that actually needs to be worked on so that you don't have to have that preoccupation with food and weight and still lose weight and still enjoy your life. Okay? So just keep that in mind, that a preoccupation with this weight stuff And because do you know where it stems from? It stems from the unworthiness, constantly having to work on your body. There's nothing wrong with it. I still do it. And I do like questions sometimes, you know, where is this coming from? Where is this desire coming from? Okay. And I tweak it and I tweak it so that I'm still worthy no matter what. Okay. Okay. So, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you got some insight into why your diets might be failing, why your weight goals might be failing. And I'd invite you to come do this work with me through my course Emerge. I'm super excited to help you. Like, this work is life changing. And I get so much positive feedback from this course and people who've done my courses who've said, I've lost weight, but you've also changed my life forever. And that's what I want because there's plenty of people out there helping people lose weight. I know there are, and I know that it gets confusing, but I'm not here to sell you a quick fix. I'm not here to say, hey, do this and you'll lose weight, but then you gain it back. And yes, The truth is people can relapse. Even when they do this work, relapse happens. But if you commit yourself, I promise Like commitment to this work and continuing to do it again and again, you can experience it the way I do. I had relapse as well, but I didn't let that mean that it wasn't going to work for me. And that's the truth of everything. I've had relapses with relationships. I've said to you guys, hey, you guys, I've sorted this out. I get it now. I'm going to manifest a guy now. And then I'm like, hang on, sorry, didn't work out. It doesn't matter. That doesn't mean I'm not moving forwards. We're always moving forwards, okay? So just remember that when you do this work, relapse is normal as well. Don't make it mean anything about yourself. Okay. I love you guys. Make sure, like I said, go to nodietbabe.com slash emerge. Come join me, do this work. Let me know how you're going. If you're in the course, I love you guys, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved this episode, I'd love for you to leave me an iTunes review. Don't forget to follow this podcast for more uplifting teachings to come. For more tips, inspiration and teachings, come follow me on Instagram at NoDietBabe or check out my website, NoDietBabe.com. Until I see you next time, babes, lots of love.